welcome back to the podcast and today i have why we wish how are you i'm all right bro how are you doing i'm good um let's just get right into it so who'd you say your biggest inspiration is when it comes to music uh are we talking like bigger artists or like artists my size or anyone anyone uh i mean above anyone it, it's gonna be my friends really like uh uh you know gray never made it home steady hearts dexy uh even like some people that you know people may not know like missy or Jushiki, my boy brad people here are like <clears throat> people here i know that make music is just it makes me really happy to see my friends doing it so then it makes me motivated to do it more myself and not only that, you're able to kind of connect more with your friends also through music and kind of help them out. And it's kind of just all chill, usually. Oh, yeah, I think music strengthens a lot of bonds in friendship whenever you're, you know, whether you're teaching your friends something new or you're sharing presets or VSTs, a bunch, whatever. There's a bunch of things that, that can happen in music that would strengthen a friendship, I think. Definitely. Um, so obviously, Why We Wish is your stage name. Obviously, it's not your real name. Is there a um, a reason behind that stage name? I only recently became Why We Wish, like at the end of like 2019, because I was, I didn't have an Instagram or anything before then. Uh, I was just making music and it was going to no one really. And then I, I find um aquarius on soundcloud and i was like i want to make a song with this guy and then uh i made the song tell me the open and he was like oh yeah make a make an instagram account so we can dm so i had instagram for a while and then i changed the name before i released the song because i felt like my old name didn't really suit the music that i was making and the the why we wish thing is just like i feel like the reason it's a good name is because it can have so many different meanings to different people like the way you look at it and the way someone else look at it could be completely different things and i think that's really cool about it definitely i feel like when i first started thinking about that name in general the first thing it came to my mind was kind of why do we wish because I went almost in a deeper level because I was thinking like, what is a wish going to do for the outcome of a situation? But then again, I kind of went back to what I was originally thinking. I'm like, all right, there's no way it's to get that deep. So (laughs) that's what I mean. It gets you thinking. And I think, I think a wish is, is a, is a beautiful thing in life. Just wishing for something makes you want to work to get there and it's like self-motivation i think that's an amazing thing definitely so obviously you make a lot of songs with a lot of friends which is a great thing what is kind of the recording process when you are waiting for a section of a song from a friend have you ever recorded with a friend in the same room how does it work for you uh in in terms of the same room thing i don't have any friends in like real life that make music so that's a a big no there but uh hopefully i'll make a couple songs with you know gray and them a lot whenever i go over there to see them but uh Mm -hmm. in terms of like 
collabs and waiting for someone i feel like i mean you just have to give certain people take certain amount of times to be able to put their best work there for you and you have to give people their time i think and i think it, it waiting for them can give you a lot of time to realize like little little things in your own part that you want to tweak or adjust and stuff so i think it, it can actually be kind of useful to have that like breathing period where you're listening to the song and like hearing little things you want to add or take away or whatever i think it's it can be good but it's also an amazing thing to send someone <laughs> an open and then get it back in like four hours but you know it's just different mm -hmm. people have different work processes definitely um on the other sides of things what would advice be that you could give to someone that's trying to make it into our section of music or music just in general oh i mean from what what i've experienced um just making friends is a big thing of like whether i mean who knows what reason you're doing it for but like making friends to get like advice from and to to share on your music and stuff and get little tips and stuff about music is a great thing and once you make friends with certain people in a scene you'll sort of get pushed into it yourself but i feel like the most important thing about starting music is to make sure that whatever music you're doing that you're having fun with it because if you're not enjoying making it, then you're not, you you won't want to continue and you'll fizzle out. Like if you're making music because you think it's going to do numbers, I mean, all, all parts of you, but you should be doing something musically, especially creatively because you enjoy it, frankly, than, than anything else, especially when you're starting out. Because, you know, I've, I've been doing music since what, like December 2018 and I have 370 something followers, like you don't get numbers that quick that easily unless you get really lucky like algorithm wise so there's no point in doing it to try and get numbers at first it's just it's you should be doing it to have fun in my opinion that's how i feel about it at least so speaking on that are you somebody that kind of gets nervous over statistics and pays a lot of attention to them or do you kind of just let your numbers do what they do uh, I mean, I, I letting them do what they do is really all you can do unless you're going to delete a track because it doesn't get as much as usual. But obviously dropping like a certain amount will make you feel a little bit like iffy about it and sort of, you know, it'll it'll definitely hurt your motivation a bit. But if you're if you're enjoying the music yourself that you're making, then I think that that's more important than the numbers. But Either way, obviously, when you're used to getting a certain amount of numbers and then you don't get it with a song just because, you know, you change something up or whatever, it's a little bit, not like annoying, but it, it'll, it definitely has like a little impact on you. But you always know that the supporters are still there and you can still get those numbers if you uh, give them what they want, I suppose. So staying on the topic of numbers, so you're currently at 381, which is awesome. I'd say you're probably right around the corner of 400, probably early into next month. So obviously you have a lot of very, very good songs, like Overdose. <laughs> you have Are You Really Mine with Star in the Sky. You have a bunch of songs that basically 
I listen to almost daily. Thank do you. you do you ever have a song that you just record and you're really really excited about, but it really just kind of doesn't get as much as attention as you think it should? Um, I mean, it's it's hard to say because I would say. I'm like I'm a little music nerd. I get excited about everything I record, even if I end up like scrapping it thirty minutes after I'm finished. But um, as I said, numbers affect everyone, and if you don't get the numbers you want to get, obviously it affects you. But like, you know, some some tracks I just throw up for fun. Like uh, my Keep Up Freestyle didn't do the numbers that like a sad song like Overdose or something would do. But that's what I expect because. I built my image and such on making sad music. So if I upload something like that, it's generally not going to do as well. But I have fun making it. And it's just something that I put out there for fun and to switch up my vibe a little bit so that people don't get like, it doesn't dry out because it's the same sort of vibe over and over again. And I just think it's it's healthy to throw something different up every once in a while, even if it doesn't do that good. Yeah, definitely. So kind of you pay attention to it Obviously, you set goals, but not necessarily if they don't reach the goal. You don't like throw up your hands and you're like, "All right, I'm I I can't do it anymore." Like some people yeah. would, you know what I mean? You have more of a healthy mindset when it comes to it. Yeah. So, five months ago, um, you dropped an EP, Valentine's Massacre, mm-hmm. with, with now. Steady hearts. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, young Sterl. Yeah. What was that like doing it with a pretty close friend through music? Yeah, I mean, uh at that time, I'm I'm pretty sure that was either still the time that AC one thirty was still going or like just recently after it was like finished with, but it was basically just like uh christmas break had just start uh started part of me and uh steady hearts had a you know like a couple weeks off of work and stuff and i had some time off of um school and he put up an instagram post saying uh i'm free a lot more so if anyone wants to work on a thing hit me up and so i just slid up and replied like yo let's make an ep and uh and we did it and i I had a fun time the whole way through i got to work with some cool people because of it like uh love story and kawasaki and gray fox so it was i mean it was a fun process definitely i think there's some you know some definitely throwback songs especially in terms of steady hearts compared to like how he mixes and records now and how he did then there's definitely a lot of throwback tracks on there yeah, and not only that, there's a lot of very, very good producers on that um, EP too, like Sketch My Name, mm-hmm. Extravulous, Odyssey. Like those are all guys that are yeah. very, very much in making. They make a lot of beats out of the songs yeah. I really like in the scene. So mm-hmm. it's really cool that I can kind of see that you have. A similar opinion, kind of, when it comes to producing. <laughs> yeah. As I do. I so, mean, I oh, sorry. sorry. Not as I was just saying, I don't, I don't go to like specific artist page or anything whenever I'm looking for a beat. I, I either just, I mean, uh, beats from emails is always nice because you know you're never gonna get like <laughs> copyright striked or anything. But I think mm-hmm. it's just, I just, you know, I do the the usual 
look up a type b and then search it on youtube by like uploaded this week and whatever i like i like whether they have 100 subs or 100,000 obviously it's just a wide area on the web to be able to find yeah. uh production which is really good and obviously we have people that we work with pretty close in that are pretty much only producers so um how did you get into music originally uh originally uh <laughs> my story makes me sound so nerdy but i used to uh i i got a, a vr for like christmas or whatever like a, a a few years ago but i got it early obviously and i just i was playing it like every day for like stupid amounts of hours per day and this one time i came across a guy by the name Jashiki or uh brad as i know him shout out to him and he was playing this song and i was like this song is crazy who 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 is this and he was like it's me and i was like what really uh and he was like yeah just look it up on soundcloud i make music and i was like what and so i looked it up i found it and the song i mean i have a tattoo of the song on my arm now but the song like had a huge impact on me and uh, it motivated me to want to get into making music myself and then i i find the same guy on the game like a few months later and i told him about it and he was like that's sick we should make like your first song with me and so my first song was like a <laughs> like a rap freestyle on a on a trap beat with him called they and us and uh so i made music like for ages just mixing recording on audacity on like a a 10 pound microphone uh for ages and the only person that i collabed with for a long time was him before i got into like meeting more people whether it was through uh you know i met Messio through that game as well who i've collabed with he is like one of my most popular tracks he's on and then obviously i got into instagram like i said through like uh aquarius and i've met a lot more people through there to work with but that's over like a two-year time span i started music in like i think december 2018 if not like early 2019 the first few months yeah so um obviously the fact that you started social media kind of late was probably a big reason why like you said you pretty much only collabed with one person so it's it's good to see that people use social media in a good way to kind of get your name out there because people obviously do the opposite and they use it against them almost and it's it's a very toxic place in general usually so the fact that you kind of were able to get your name out there in a healthy way is really good yeah that was i mean that was because of star in the sky really uh star was much bigger than me at the time although to be fair stars on like one just over 1k now and he was on like like somewhere between four to six hundred at a time and i was on like 70 followers and he because he liked the song he he was down to get on it and i feel like interacting with him and such and him mentioning me on his story and everything gave me a lot more love from people that he knew and got me like i saw i met gray fox by seeing his music through star in the sky and such so shout out to star because star definitely really helped me get like started especially in this community in terms of just my name getting around and seeing other people's names and hearing other people's music and such. So I'm very thankful to him for that, obviously. Yeah, he is obviously in the respect of 
meeting new people, he's a good person to go to when you want to meet new people. And saying that, I think he was the person that I listened to to be able to find you and Gray Fox and Dexy and all of that. I think I found you guys through him also. So, along with End of World. So, um, what would you say the ups and downs are when it comes to music in this scene? Um, I watched the Gray Fox interview, and obviously he said a lot uh, in terms of the, the people being the best and the worst part, and I can definitely agree with that a lot because uh, there's a lot of um, mob mentality in in the music scene not not even just our little specific scene that's not me like saying anything about anyone but just even in terms of like the stuff that happened with 93 feet of smoke or anyone like that there's there's a lot of uh just if you know your friend says it and you bite onto what they say and you go with it and then one of your friends goes with it because you're going with it and there's just i feel like it can turn into a lot bigger of a thing it's to be a lot of the time yeah. although obviously the was serious but there's been like little small petty arguments in in our community obviously that i'm sure you've seen yourself that have been blown up way mm -hmm. out of proportion than they need to be yeah so definitely maybe the 93 feet of smoke thing was an example a good example because it was pretty serious but you know what i mean yeah yeah there's always going to be that thing where you kind of regardless if it's true or not you kind of have to do some rebuilding after the fact you know what i mean kind of to regain a name because regardless of the rumors or whatever that spread it kind of didn't help your career so you kind of have to do some reviving um mm -hmm. so do you have any upcoming projects that you're able to talk about uh yeah sure uh i mean i have the um I don't even know if I'm calling it a mixtape or an album or whatever, but the, the I Can't Do This project that is currently releasing, there's two more tracks of it to come. Uh, the one that's coming next is, in my personal opinion, the best song I've ever made to this date. Mm -hmm. And then uh, music project-wise, I have, you know, the little EPs coming with Grey, like he mentioned. We're just waiting on, like, a couple more verses for that. Maybe one more song as you know who do it depends on <laughs> our work schedules aligning and then uh obviously as gray mentioned as well there's the uh the little thing with 141 that we're working on at the minute is currently in development we're organizing a couple more things in terms of like uh logos and plans for the first things to be posted and such like that before it comes out but you never know what could happen with that that could be we're hoping to do something cool with it because it's the the primary ac130 boys started it up so hopefully mm -hmm. we can get something going with that so back to the ac130 did was that genuinely like um gonna probably be a similar situation to 141 or yeah. is it gonna be different uh i mean in some ways yes in some ways no because um AC-130 was the first collective that I ever joined in music, I can tell you that much, and uh, that was started by uh, Gray and Never Made at Home, and uh, I, I feel like there was a lot of a lot of good and some bad, obviously, as well, because it came to an abrupt end, but, like, there was plans for an AC-130 and Speed Silver 03 
you know what I mean, collab and stuff. So it, it was going to do pretty decent things in, in the time coming. And we released like a 23 track album that we did in like two or three months. Uh, and I feel like one for one, we're just aiming for it to be like a, uh, a more like tight knit version of AC 130 with like the fat cutoff or whatever, like with just a lot more organized in terms of like how accounts and such are dealt with by the members and just a lot more um, strict as to who's involved and such, because it, it it's just, you know, the four primary you know, vocalists, I suppose you could say me never made it home gray and steady hearts. And then the only person that we've added since is a, uh, a very good producer who I'm not sure if, if I should mention, but you know, I'm sure it'll be found out soon whenever we start working on things. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to kind of have a whole collective kind of set up in your head before you dive straight into it. Because if you dive straight into it, sometimes you're not as prepared. Yeah. So obviously when it comes to 141, um, it's going to be a new experience in the sense of kind of organization. But not when it comes to just collectives in general, because you've obviously been in other collectives, like you said, AC-130 and others too, which we're not going to dive too deep into. So, um, obviously, for where you are right now, I'd say you're in a very, very good spot. Obviously, you're working with a lot of really cool artists that I obviously really enjoy to like tech like taxi star in the sky end of world gray fox etc do you feel like you're gonna be able to make like a full album solo anytime uh, soon i mean uh, anytime soon is maybe a bit much but i i think it uh, definitely at some point i would love to do that i'm the the project that i'm recently at the minute i can't do this there's only one feature on it and it's already released it's the song with star Every other song is a solo, and I feel like all the songs on there are are some of my most top tier songs I've ever done, and they're like you know it's ninety percent solo tracks on there. So I feel like I could definitely put together uh, an album probably at some point in the future of of fully made things. I just feel weird about doing albums when I'm such like a small artist. I guess I feel like it's <laughs> is a strange thing to do. Like that's the reason I'm releasing the track the uh, track list uh one by one at the minute just so that like uh at our size you know when you drop a big clump of songs it kind of scares people off a little bit at our size and they'll listen to like the first three tracks and maybe not want to listen to the rest of it or whatever but yeah you know it's it's the same thing with a lot of other artists around in this little scene too like they don't want it to kind of just do a whole album released at the same time because like you said it's just a lot and people really just kind of don't really know what to expect do you know what i mean so that's definitely a big step yeah you don't you don't want to drop a, a big load on people of like a big load of songs of um on your listeners at our stage because you know in, in our scene especially the most like 
people are dropping single, wait a couple weeks, single, wait a couple weeks, single. So it's just you don't want people to get overwhelmed with you dropping like 17 tracks all at once on top of their heads when they're yeah. not expecting like, you know what I mean? That that I'm mind at the time. So when it comes to not making music, but listening to music, what would you say your favorite genre of music to listen to is? At the minute, I wouldn't know. I mean, it changes a lot, obviously, because it's just everyone goes through stages of what they're listening to. But, like, the primary things that I would listen to in my spare time are, like, um, heavy metal music, uh, music, like, in our scene, like, you know, the boys, basically my friends, and uh, <laughs> some UK drill and such, just some more, like, home, homegrown music, I guess you could say stuff that can relate to more <laughs> yeah it's when you can relate to people around you it's a lot easier and a lot less stressful i feel like because you kind of don't have you're not really expected to kind of just go full on like is like it's not as stressful just in general yeah so I think it's it's nice to like to to be able to like lay back and listen and just to already understand like things without having to thinking too deep into them whenever you're listening. Definitely. Um. So you had a little EP with Dexy, right? Mm-hmm. So generally, it was it's only four or five songs if i'm not yeah, mistaken one more releasing but dexy's taking his yeah. time on it <laughs> mm-hmm. um generally has that been like a pretty good process uh yeah i mean dexy is dexy is always cool to hang out with he's funny it was the same thing with uh zen too because obviously they're both young mm-hmm. and they still have obviously school and situations that affect their um ability to just go straight in and just kind of music all the time yeah. because of their age you're not really able to do that much thankfully i'm done with school this year <laughs> yeah did you graduate this year uh i mean we we don't do like graduation in the uk but I, I would be, if Corona and such hadn't happened, I would be out of school at this point, I'm pretty sure. So I'm just waiting for them to send results to exams and stuff, and then it's all over with. Yeah, uh, I'd say, obviously, me living in America, they make way too big of a deal when it comes to graduating. <laughs> like, people throw parties when they graduate, like, elementary school. No, oh, so, okay. I don't know about that. So, which is, which is not like because here it's just crazy. The school systems make a lot more sense in the UK. Yeah, we just we just get told that it's our last day of school, and then we go home and wait for our exams to get sent to us. The results to the exams, and then that's it. Yeah, uh, for us in um, America, we have like a full week of exams, basically. Like, mm-hmm. 
obviously they're split into different days because we wouldn't have like every subject in the same day but we are given our finals basically and they may basically intimidate us all into stressing way too much over it and then then once we finish it it takes them like three to four months for us to actually get our our results which is ridiculous yeah that's the same here it takes it yeah I mean, ours yeah. aren't in one week. Ours are like dotted over like a couple of mine were scheduled up to be dotted around like two or three months. And I, I mean, I only had three exams this year. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like exams are almost quarterly for us. But yeah, but generally back to you, you have a lot of cool stuff. I'm usually coming out soon and you have a basically a secondary account I'd say too from um I wouldn't want I wouldn't necessarily call them like throwaways because you don't you probably don't think they're bad like a throwaway mm. like what you'd seen but as of late I've liked a lot of your songs released not only on your main SoundCloud, but on your other page too. Yeah. So, uh, back to what you said about Dexy with with his amount of music he drops due to your second page, I feel like you are pretty consistent too, which is really really good yeah. because you don't want to keep people waiting because then you'll just kind of almost lose people's attention. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm awful at dropping music. I have like 15, 20 songs if I'm not including <laughs> project things ready to drop. I just, I I don't know. I, I get, it's not like laziness, but it's like, I don't know, something something in my mind tells me not to do it for like a little bit after I drop. And the, th the throwaways pages, uh, I guess not really throwaways because I wouldn't upload them if they weren't throwaways, but it's just stuff that's going to go on there is going to be like, stuff that's old uh stuff that i don't think is like exciting enough i guess to go on the main page or like things that have like fl is acting up and it has some crackles or something in the in the recording somewhere like that that i didn't yeah. notice when i made it and i don't want to fix it that's like stuff that's going to go on there but that i yeah. wouldn't say you know i'm not going to upload something that's like completely out of key and the mix is entirely awful on it because there's no point in putting that up anywhere definitely all right so it was genuinely very very good to dive into kind of your history with you and if you want to check out why we wish his link will be in the description below